Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Time Wasters. Uh, this should be episode two. I, I'm i not sure yet. I'm figuring Brent, out. There's whatever. two numbers. There's It's one. I can't and count. And then there's two. Yeah, but, you know, I'm... One. And then I got a lot of people chomping at the bit. Anyway, uh, here is my second guest. His name is Tapel. I know him as Harvey, but I will give him a couple of minutes here to kind of introduce himself and you know flex a little bit go on all right i have i have uh a channel on youtube mm -hmm. and twitch i'm a i'm a streamer i'm a youtuber me too i do i make things. videos and i also stream and i like doing it that's what i do oh yeah and also i play minecraft like a lot a which lot. is what which is your favorite to do of minecraft to or or well, twitch or youtube wise. yeah content wise both, both right now Right now it's Twitch, but mm -hmm. if we're talking about like overall, like like old time, you were it, it like, would be YouTube. You were on like a mad grind on YouTube for a long time because people that don't know, which I'm sure most people don't, is like we we've known each other for a good few years. I, I neither of us really know exactly when. I'd say it's 2017 because I it's, remember it's I remember be, you. It's like it's definitely like five. I think five it, is a good measurement. There are, I think four, because I I think I okay maybe actually five. You're right because I, I remember it, it was it the first. It does it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't right, matter. Right. But I do remember like the first memory of your name being like on the screen, and it was from like someone really? I forget. I think it was maybe I don't know. It was someone from the UHD community, um, that like added you and me in like a Snapchat group. Did I? That's, did I? Did I make them mad? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. That's like that's just where I remember oh, you, you know what from. It was? Oh my god! Wait, didn't um, oh, it was um, it was Shadow Apples. Didn't he make like a Snapchat group that we were in? I, th I think so. Yeah. And oh it was, my god! It was dude. with it was with Cooper. I can't even. I can't even remember. It was with that was, yeah, it was Cooper. Defib, I think. I don't even with, know, uh, dude. It was, with, it was with a lot of UHC people. That's what yeah. I Either so, way, this, this had to be 2017. I, we've known each other for, yeah, I was probably like a freshman in college, maybe. When, did you, when did you graduate? I graduated in 2019, so oh. I'm old. You're old. I'm old. I'm turning yeah. 25 yeah, you, next month. It's dude, it's funny because you thought that I was like, like you've known, we've known each other for like 10 years. I didn't think but you then, were, no, I didn't think you were old. You, I just, you said in my 10 head, years. No, in my head though, like UHC stuff is like two decades ago though, because like, <laughs> it's not, dude, but, I don't, I don't think I was like, life even is a so, fetus. I, like, but life is so different. I mean, I was like four. I mean, I, you know, I was pissing my pants still probably at that age. I don't, I don't know. It just feels like that. Cause <laughs> that's, so, that was such a different time of my life when I was like a sweaty, you know og minecraft pvp kid and i was not good at the game but then i started being like funny and people just like added me to events because they were like haha funny guy and then i would, would you suck. say is there would you say is there any like essence of that left in you no i don't give not a, a, shit not about a single ounce <laughs> no. not a single ounce I mean, you're like, just crime psychology man now uh, maybe like the, I mean recently at least yeah maybe like the Minecraft events I get I go into uh kind of brings it back out but also like at the same time I'm not like dead sweaty on them like my I guess my experience seeps out so like I can kind of throw my own weight around but 
I don't think I I don't I don't care enough to really fully commit to it. I guess anymore. Would you know. say you you are not really a competitive like person? Oh no, I am. I very am. Just not in just not, not Minecraft. Minecraft. No, I I mean I played League for you know I I play League on and off now, but I played League like super sweaty competitively for six years or something. It was like oh, wow. kind of right in the middle of UHC and it was part of the re it wasn't the main reason I stopped playing UHC but like my competitive flame kind of transferred um mm. I mean but we've played Valorant together as well and I'm like That's very true. I you know I'm a I'm a little goblin when it comes to Valorant I care a little too much sometimes um but I, yeah it's just I don't know yeah I, I, I yeah, I've, I've seen you do your plays I've been you know and I don't want to downplay minecraft community people or the pvp people whatever like if that's what you're passionate about go for it i was not but i've also like i don't know there is like maybe three or four people you could name who got famous strictly because of their prowess in minecraft pvp like i don't even because you've been around it as much as i have and i don't like maybe technoblade is the only person i can really think of that was like it, pretty much predominantly from them being good at pvp and minecraft i, I think nestor is one of them maybe nestor but i mean i think him and me we have right. a sim similarity where we, we like had an audience like a, a good a good amount of like people watching us from yeah. like our you know how we performed in the video game because we were like competitive people and then and then i think it shifted like yeah well you when, went, when you we went changed our content more exactly yeah yeah i just i'm like nowadays i'm just like posting yeah. stuff just to like i don't know make people laugh just for to entertainment like be a lot value. more entertaining exactly. and, you know i think yeah I think it's not really like similar. competitive like the, think, the initial jolt was because of your pvp prowess and then you kind of realized i mean i don't know i don't want to speak for you but i mean clearly you thought more of the entertainment side than the i'm good at pvp and minecraft side you know oh yeah definitely there's that there there has been like a shift like in the last like few years especially i think one of the biggest factors for that is because i um i went full-time i went full-time it's a big I, difference i agree yeah I mean, yeah you know, i've been doing this for pretty much two years it's it changes it changes your brain a lot mm -hmm. definitely. like just the the yeah. thought process behind what needs to be done and in what way because like I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just like when the financial strain is there, you get a little more tactical about the type of stuff you're pushing out because you know there is a, I guess, a, a financial pressure to to succeed in it. Yeah, it's like it goes from it's like hobby. Pressure, you know, it's like uh, it goes from like hobby, and then and then you have to like take into consideration for like more different factors, like you know, money, like living, you know exactly and then I mean, and then you know once you get into a job then you're gonna see it, it differently then it just gets a little different and it's not a bad thing it's it's one of those good pressures because like if you don't if you don't throw pressure at yourself at all ever you don't i mean there's no you might not succeed in in much at all because mm -hmm. you need a little bit of like pressure and anxiety to really motivate you to to do something um but it, it's not a bad sort of nervousness it's more like you understand that there's a little bit at stake to actually do this well. So it, it you're, when your hobby becomes your job, it there's like a weird connection between enjoyment and pressure. It's where like, you know, we, I, I, I 
you know, obviously I'm going to assume you love what you do because I love what I do. And you I know, love what I do. But, right. I it, I do. It's fun. Like this, this is a fun job. Like I don't, I don't want to pretend like I'm like freaking out at every moment, but when, when the financial side of things melts into the hobby stuff gets a little like it, it, it feels different it feels very different I, I think i think it feels different because you have to balance yeah you, know? you have to find like that that sweet spot because yeah when it when it's the thing you do for fun you know you do because you know this has been my i'm going into a little past my second year of full-time content and before that, it was, you know, I was in college. I was doing when I, you know, back when I was doing UHC stuff, I was in high school slash college and I had like school to do and homework and, and parents telling me what to do. And my free time was the content. And now I try to find free time away from my content because that's, this is my job. Instead of it I being, feel the same exact way. Yeah, mm -hmm. And it's, it's necessary. I mean, I, you know, I talked about this with Fundy as well, where like you have to, people who are creators have to like find time outside of the spotlight because like it, it, it's hard not to, it's hard to leave. It's hard to leave the spotlight, but it's awful on like your mental health if you don't. And you need to like, you need to live your life. Like I, I said it then too. Like you just need to like exist away from your job and, right. and my my fiance is incredible about helping me with that as well where like it, it's like you never i mean i mean think about like it on a regular job what what if you just like went to work five hours a day every single day like every day you never you didn't have a weekend off you never clocked out it's just like, it just doesn't seem, it's not healthy. It's just not healthy to constantly go hard in the paint in the name of content. Yeah, it's, I it's, think this is, it's interesting, right? It's like, you're like making content or whatever, like that was like the previous life. And then you have to like now balance it along with like, mm -hmm. with, with other factors now. It's, you gotta, it's, it's you gotta of, find a way to make weird it work. Situation. Yeah, yeah, it's. I think it's an it's a fun it's a I think it's a trial by fire for a lot of people because you know everybody there's a lot of people who dream of full-time content creation and I think that's amazing. I mean that's what you know I was like 13 when I found out about content creators and I was like I'm I'm doing this shit. But it, it's it's weird to get to the point because then nobody you can't prepare. You can't prepare for that point because this job is fluctuating can you elaborate on like not being prepared for it it it's just more like it's hard to really realize all the stuff that comes into play because when i committed to full-time content i dropped out of my graduate school program um so i you know i had just graduated college i committed to a master's program um but then I realized that my master's program was taking away from my content and my content was not only paying for my rent, but it was paying for literally everything. You know, I didn't have a different job. I was doing content when I wasn't doing my master's program. And I was like, I'm literally like, I'm financially hurting myself by taking time away to do schoolwork, to go to classes, et cetera, right? 
Mm -hmm. I, I I would miss like when back way back when uh Schlatt had the Tekkit server, um like Tekkit Tuesdays, people really liked when we did Tekkit Tuesdays. I had a class the exact hour we would plan to record. So I would always be late to like something that was very popular and very big for my channel at the time. And I, I was like, I I mean I like I can't afford that. Like I, I couldn't afford it because like I was missing out on opportunities to get a second degree that I didn't really feel like I needed at that point. But like I couldn't, oh, man. Yeah. I couldn't prepare for that moment until it hit me. You know, like I can't, I couldn't anticipate that. I mean, like I could, I guess, speculate, but to that feeling, you can't, you can't expect that feeling. It doesn't, it doesn't like come into your mind until it's there or at least in my experience yeah brent it's it's definitely like a, a new experience type deal it's it's very interesting when you have to like balance i guess like going the education route versus like the youtube route because youtube is not like you, you don't need it's to hard. have a degree or an education to do this right to so do a lot i mean like th that's the problem too is like i, I don't want to you know bash education because i think my four years in undergrad in college was a very well spent time. I learned a lot and I met a lot of people, even my fiance I met during college. So like, I can't be that mad, but I think there's a lot of social pressure to not only succeed in education, but to go to higher education in like college and even master's programs in the, in the implication that like, that is how you have a career when that's not, that's not necessarily true for everybody. I mean, like that could be true for, 70% of the people out there, but there, that 30% is still a fat chunk of people that can do plenty of other things with their life and be way more satisfied and be way less in debt and way less stressed for something that unfortunately isn't even a guarantee because we don't guarantee employment past college. Right. It, it's hard. I mean, yeah. I think people wanting to do content is amazing. I, I don't, and I, I think, I, I think college is important. I think education is great. I think the value I got from education, I don't give enough credit. Um, but I also spent four years in college, um, not using my degree pretty much at this point, which is yeah. sad. Mm -hmm. I personally, I mean, education is like, you know a path and i'm i think i'm it's not like i don't think it's meant for everyone mm -mm. you know did like you go to college at all i never went to college i i went full-time after high school that's interesting. like a month after or not even a month after just straight up yeah because i didn't i mean i didn't have my blow up until i was like a senior in college so like i pretty much didn't have a choice in the in the in the matter um but we we trailed off away from the you know the YouTube versus Twitch thing because you said you enjoy Twitch now but you you know in general did way more YouTube because you were on like a massive tear on YouTube for months and that I remember the copy pasta that that kind of got memed on about you posting about like you know you studied the algorithm and you you looked at Reddit <laughs> and all that <laughs> because yeah. and that spawned, it's, it's good that yeah that's a, that's you. a dream one though yeah you had like because you had like four or five videos in a row go to like number two on trending or something like that if i remember right it's, this is the weird thing right I, and i've been like 
I've been just checking like every time just to see if it actually, you know, goes trending. But I've checked every single video since January and they've all been like trending for gaming. It's it's kind of weird. That's ridiculous. I I don't know if I've ever had anything get close to that. I feel yeah, like I, I, I think. Yeah, I feel like I have not gotten a single stroke of luck with YouTube. I mean, maybe when I posted the like four Among Us videos, but I saw where it was going and I was like, I'm not posting Among Us content for the rest of my life. I'm just not doing that. Yeah, but it's it's like it's it's interesting because I think the people that that like. I guess do consistently well on YouTube is the people that like, I guess, try to make a system of or of like of like content that they could just keep pushing out. Right. Um, and if you could just as long as it's like a sort of topic that you could do let's let's take like manhunts for example yeah like manhunt is like a type of like you know content that dream could do right and he could just keep posting them he does but he could always <laughs> add like a twist he could always yeah. like add a twist all he needs to do is right? add like a new little spice to it and it's a new thing and it goes crazy i i, mean, I don't blame him youtube is like half of youtube is like throwing you ever heard of the term like throwing spaghetti at the wall yeah he, yeah yeah maybe I not mean, spaghetti but I mean, pretty much the point, like the analogy is like, you know, spaghetti is in a ton of strands and, and you can throw like a cluster of it. And some of those strands stick to the wall. Some of them fall right off and, and you, you see what strands stick to the wall. Right. So like people will make content, they'll make content. It'll do okay. It'll do okay. Boom. One big video goes crazy. They keep making that kind of video. You know what I mean? I thought and, it was about the sauce. <laughs> no. This, this buttered noodles, no sauce. Okay, okay, okay. The sauce gets put in once the spaghetti sticks. That's that's the that's the new flavoring of the theme. We're getting real I'm metaphorical hungry. here. I'm hungry. I know I'm hungry too. I need to eat. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, YouTube is interesting. I don't. I feel like I always. I've always struggled with YouTube. I don't. I don't. I don't love it. I. A lot I, of people, you know, they, yeah. they try to find like their niche, you know, and like I think. To get successful, to like to do the content that you really want to do, you just have to keep trying to do different things. That that's the thing right? is is people get so disheartened by one thing going bad that they don't want to do more. And that that's YouTube's biggest issue is the fact that everything on YouTube is compared to your previous thing, and it it's so discouraging to have like an absolute banger of a video and the next one's immediately like, well you didn't get as many views as the last one. So that makes it a problem. And oh, uh, you man. need to keep posting because you're going to, you're going to fail. There is Go such like such a mental like warfare that you have to just it's, like, tell yourself, it's an like, awful system and they know it because oh, that's it's, it's motivation. It's motivator. Yeah. It's motivation to keep posting because they want you to make them more money and it sucks. It sucks. And I, part of me just, I mean, part of me kind of, doesn't post a ton because do, I don't want to deal with it. But also, like, I, I mean, like, I'm also lazy in that regard. But I'm also like, I don't want to have to keep keep up with the mental gymnastics when I'm already satisfied on my streaming platform. And with this now, I got, I'm I'm finding a lot of passion within this podcast that I haven't found with my YouTube content in in a few months. I'm glad to hear. So, I mean, I don't know what that means for my ch main channel. Maybe that means I have to, like, find some different avenue and passion to post through rather than, like, post the same things and deal with it. But that's my own problem.
Um, well, okay. So to kind of continue the conversation, you, you know, you, you said you mostly have been a YouTuber, but you've been liking streaming a lot. So, I mean, let's, let's try to do some like future site, maybe like what, what, what's something currently that you're working at? Like, is, is there something on the back burner that you're kind of hoping to, to do in the near future or something you're currently doing now that's like going against what you've normally been up to yeah 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 so oh also by the way i apologize for not talking a lot like in the first wait what is it 20 minutes already i i think you're fine don't worry about it <laughs> okay 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 yeah i i'd like to like i think i should start talking about more about i guess for me no that's um, cool i mean you know it's <laughs> yeah you're, you're um tit for tat here so you yeah, know it's for tat tit for tat um so yeah i i really want to like push a new type of content for the streams um I, oh we should probably talk about like why i enjoy like twitch yeah a sure lot more right now if uh, it's, it, it clearly it's, is it's about very to tie interesting into it, right so go for it so so right now i i see youtube as like like the job right now yeah so like that because it's my main thing so when i when i go uh do stuff on twitch when i stream it just feels like how You're i used fun to. yeah yeah like I don't, I don't like, uh, I don't really take the content seriously and I'm just like doing whatever. Like I, I could be playing with friends. I could just be playing video games. You know, it, it feels like that more raw feeling of what a lot of people initially like the spark have. Yeah. That, that little spark. Um, so I've been just kind of vibing on Twitch and I just see YouTube as more of like a job because I have more of like a, a system or like a, uh, uh, boomers mad <laughs> keep talking keep talking yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah i have like more of like a a system slash approach to like making videos because i i work with people not just like me when i stream it's just me i'm just you know doing whatever when i'm doing youtube i'm 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 like working with editors i'm working with with developers to like make the content because i have a standard that i want to like hit it's a lot more brain power and in, mm, there's in a lot more brain juice to use twitch you can just hit the go live button and, and talk out of your ass for four hours and call it a day exactly <laughs> exactly and honestly it, it's like great like to have that but also at the same time sometimes i feel like if if i'm gonna stream for like five hours and then i'm just kind of doing whatever instead of like you know pushing like the youtube thing then it's kind of I, I sometimes i feel a little unproductive yeah that's the, that's the thing god dude yeah. boomer is so, so I apologize. Boomer is being a, a freak right now. Keep talking. Yeah, no worries, no worries. Um, but yeah, I, I so it just it just kind of goes back to like this balancing thing, you know, like where you want to balance, I guess, like the content that you want to do versus like the content that you think could like work well. And it's like for me, I think I want to do something that is a little bit more like where it could work with an audience. Um, and I, I think that would be a little bit more like fulfilling for me. Like, I think that's know, part for, of for the, it to hit like one thing. I think that kind of ties back into the um, unpreparedness of of doing full time stuff. Is like things feel like a chore that didn't, and and other things feel like the original feeling of of the you know like just content enjoying it. And not yeah, in a bad I, way. It, it's hard not to feel like YouTube is that like workplace when. In comparison, you know, you can plan out streams and stuff. I mean, you know, I have friends who get like 
you know lore streams they plan out everything to a t but there's there are way more people on twitch that just hit the live button stream for a few hours they get some money they call it a good day you know like i do that all the time i don't plan streams mm -hmm. i plan like what i stream but i kind of just i ramble i banter off my chat you know some money's given altruistically at whatever value that day and i'm like that's a good day it's a good day that's that's what i enjoy and youtube is so it's so generalized and there's so many people out there and there's so much at hand when it comes to the algorithm that like you have to put in so much brain power to figure out what's going to work and then youtube still might not give a shit but if it does give a shit like you make a ton of money because there's a lot of people watching stuff on youtube so it's really i can see why it's super hard to not feel like youtube is the big job portion of this sort of thing especially when if like you know like me where you go between youtube and twitch all the time yeah i also want to add that like i think it's a huge thing about making content online or just making content in general or having an audience in mind i think you have to like balance between like am i making the content for myself or am i making it for like um you know for the audience yeah and i try personally to to have it at both at the same time you know what i mean it, where, it's hard to where find that balance of, sometimes it's very difficult to find that that balance like consistently for for a long term you know um, yeah i think i think i struggle with that i mean you know everybody struggles with it i struggled with it recently with um with origin smp when they added me because i went from like 300 average viewers on stream so I'd play on Origin S&P when everybody else is around and I'd get, you know, thousands watching me play Minecraft. And I was like, what is happening? And then, mm -hmm. you know, all of my friends who, you know, they're, they have all sorts of, you know, weird, wacky shit going on. They're meeting up with each other. They're vlogging, whatever. So they don't play on the server as much. And I'm like, well, I'm getting views. I should just stream on the server. But then, you know, it, it starts to go into, I think I'm, doing this a little too much for the viewership rather than for me so it was like cut it off at the head immediately like get rid of it so you cut it off in the head because you wanted to like yeah because i felt like more i was streaming it because i liked the views and i knew people liked the server rather than for myself because like i would stream and it'd be just me and it became like a gag that i took over the server and i was alone and then like it was kind of like Oh, that's that's the lore, you know. Sneak is by himself. Everybody left him, and he doesn't know where they went, and he's losing his mind. And it was like it's it was a that's funny. That's not the lore. I initially yeah, it was a funny bit. It became like a funny bit for my channel and my viewers. But then I was like, I'm doing this a little too much for like not my own sake, you know. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, I cut it off. And and with the with the stuff I do now with the React Dandy like true crime stuff, I I have put like a leash on it in a bit where I'm like I could watch hours of this the entire stream but i don't want to and i know my audience would i'd keep the views i'd gain the follows but i'm like at the same time i feel like it would be exhausting and and then i would lose kind of my enjoyment with my content and you can't when it's a full-time thing you can't lose that enjoyment because then you you burn out i mean there's too many creators that full-on burn out because they just do the wrong things for the wrong reasons. Yeah, I, you know, what? I actually have a example of like the burnout thing. Mm -hmm. I think UHC was definitely like, I think so as well. I think, I yeah. think when, I, 
it first mm -hmm. appeared and I, you know, I got like a thousand subs off of it on YouTube and I was like, holy shit, like this is incredible. Things are working. <laughs> and then it was like, post every UHC ever, po join every UHC, post, post UHC content, every, all of it, all the things. And yeah, mm -hmm. it became like hard to realize how, what a small scope UHC had in comparison to the rest of content creation at the time um because it was working in a way for me and i was like this is this is my thing i have to post this all the time every single thing all of them all the fucking time like i can't stop because it's working and you know it's just not how it works yeah that's kind of how i was was during like during when i was doing uhc because i was doing these these minecraft uhc butt videos yeah. And it would just be a UHC and then there would be like a random scenario that I would be doing. And mm -hmm. then it would make, you know, there's always a twist with the UHC videos. Um, and it, it made the, the stuff interesting. And I made, I think, approximately 200 to 300 videos of it, of just like different twists. Right. And over it the course of like, like a, a year and a half or something like that. Maybe just one year, but it becomes yeah, it, a struggle of like you're posting quantity rather than quality. And it, you kind of, yeah. you lose that, that spark and that genuineness that really makes content like strive there was there was a big motivator that that caused me to like start uploading very frequently sure. and i think it's there was like a really because this was during the time where i was i mean i was out of high school and i think the minecraft uhc but trend um big. i was like i guess one of the bigger youtubers that were like a part of it for sure um I that was during the the time where I was still like trying to make sure that I could you were you know, good yeah feel like I was good to go because going out of high school I had like you know I I needed to do something you know to to make this full time and make it work out financially and just like just overall to like give me like leverage slash um what's the word what's the word uh oh not leniency I, but um. It's it's like um it's not leverage it's it's a different word it's um I think oh dude I can't I can't think of it I know exactly <laughs> I, I know the exact yeah. word you're thinking of and I can't think yeah, of it either yeah 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 it's it's it's, it's like leverage. it's not comfort it's not like a comfort it's not comfort level it's like a it's like room to work with where you feel like you're you're okay it's um, like um <laughs> I'm trying oh, to figure out the word oh god oh god I'm trying to figure it out it's it's a word that like you you just you will have yeah you'll have i'm you, sure you somebody just will, just explained it i'm sure somebody will say it i literally oh, said the whole man. definition i, I, I really wish i really wish i hate these moments i hate these moments i hate these moments <laughs> i hate these moments I, I, I can't english i know what you're saying though is like you kind of you kind of go with what works even if it's against your your mental health because like at that uh, that was definitely me when i first did it when i first dropped out of my master's program and i was like just paying for my house at the time and i you know the money wasn't like big, but if I was doing the right things, it was there. And like, I, that's what I needed to have. It, oh, there like, like wiggle room. Like you needed like that room, that, that space to be like, okay with doing what you're doing, but like having the financial stability to stay functional without doing say, other things. You yeah. Know I'd I mean? say safety net. Um, yeah, like still a safety, not the word. safety net's a great word for it too. I, I don't know. It's not the word we were thinking of, but safety yeah. net is definitely like a synonym bare minimum in this situation yeah. i i should also definitely like mention that when when i was doing the uhc stuff when i was like 
I guess doing like my first year of being a full-time YouTuber slash streamer or whatever, um, it was like out of high school and my parents, I had like this, this huge expectation to go to college beforehand. Right. Mm. And I, I, you know, had to make As sure like, oh, you know, 18 year olds in, in yes, America yes, at least. Yes. I, I had that push like pretty much all of my childhood to like, oh yeah, you're going to college. And did they you know, have like during, anything in mind that they wanted you to do or they just like thought you needed just, to go to college? Just to go to college to be like secure. Yeah. And I, I do like I do like security, you know? I, I do like being secure and yeah. and and just I didn't really protest I think, it. I had two older siblings that went to college. I, I my parents wanted me to go to college for broadcasting and I told them no. So it's ironic that I have a Wait, what podcast, is broadcasting? like like radio and like announcing, oh, okay. like okay. doing like sports broadcasts and the radio and and just like using your voice to to talk about shit, which I guess is like a, I I made a podcast. I guess are you proud, mom? Yeah, and <laughs> you have podcast voice. <laughs> yeah, I, well, that's probably why. It's like you know, I've I've I think excuse me, I almost burped. I think um since like high school ish my my voice kind of dipped pretty fast so i've kind of had i mean like my voice is still a little high back then but i think even now like it, it it's kind of kept the same level just maybe gotten a little more um tenor but they, they, my mom really wanted me to do like broadcasting and i was like mom who the fuck listens to the radio <laughs> <laughs> so I went to I went and got a Whole criminal technology. justice degree and now I now I watch true crime videos on my streams and I guess that's what I use my piece of paper for is to look at crimes I don't know fuck <laughs> <clears throat> I can't really relate with like the college shows because I've never been to college anyways um yeah I I really I'm hold on let me think real quick give me one second Sorry, Boomer kind of like... Sure, me. yeah. He, he's a menace. <laughs> he really is. He is a bit of a... I think right. Hannah's on the deck outside because Hannah um, set up bird feeders on our on our front deck upstairs. Mm -hmm. And uh, she... <laughs> this is a funny little side note. She, I don't know if she'll be mad I mentioned this, but it's a funny... It's a funny thought process. I uh, We talked about... I This was like a month or two into us dating. And I was like, is there like stuff that you're really, you know, hobby-wise that you're like super passionate about? She was like, I think when I retire, I want to get really into bird watching. And I was like, why, why do you want to like wait until you're retired to get into it? She was like, I want to like be able to savor it and like really enjoy it when I have time in my hands. And I was like, why don't you just like get into it now i i don't understand that thought process i feel like anytime i'm like pushed to get into something i'm like immediately trying to like find a way to dig into it um but she she set up some bird feeders by our deck and i'm actually getting in real time texts from her about um a hummingbird going to the hummingbird feeder and uh, a cardinal going to the bird bath so she's i i guess She's not retired, but now she's getting into bird watching. So I, I don't know. It's just a funny. I, I like the funny. The logic between that was really cute at the time. Um. So she's out there, and Boomer is inside, clearly upset that she's out there, and birds are approaching because Boomer does not like anything being near our house. So that's why you're hearing his random squeaks and wails of of oh. of terror. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Boomer, I I remember I remember when you were like 
talking about not talking about but when you mentioned on twitter about boomer for the first time he's so cute he's a little little puppy puppy, man i had a a memory come back on my snapchat the other day of when he was i have like a it's a really cute video of him as like a little puppy just like rolling around in a dog bed making sounds because he was just like mad that his tail existed (laughs) super cute um yeah, let's go back to the thingy. The thingy. Absolutely. Um, I forget. I forget what it was. I forget. We were talking um, about college. We were talking about um, you leaving, oh yeah, expectations. leaving high school. Yeah. Expectations. Okay. So, so yeah, there was this like this level of like pressure that motivated me to like grind out YouTube just a bit, at least for like you know, of course, just just enough where I'd be like you know, I guess financially stable. You need something because to, you need a little bit. You need to prove a little bit as well. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I I I made I can, sure I can to relate. like. Yeah, I think one of the biggest like motivators was when I went to VidCon that that mm. like summer. I think yeah. it was summer. I went to when I went to TwitchCon in 2019. Um like this was the month I dropped out of graduate school. And I went to TwitchCon and I was like I made the right call. Like truly that was like such a validating experience even as the small streamer at the time cuz this was like mid SMP live and Everybody was excited and went to see us all. And we had like a whole corner of TwitchCon that everybody came to see us in. I signed a shoe, which I didn't even expect to happen. Um, But it was such a validating thing. And it was like a week after I told my parents I was leaving graduate school. And because I had planned to go regardless. But it was such like a this. This is exactly what you want to do and what you have been wanting to do. It was such a really, really validating experience for me. Yeah, there's like, there's a lot of like, um, so VidCon, I was really, I was really, really like motivated because I was talking with a lot of creators, right? Mm-hmm. Did um, you, did you go and actually get tickets or did you go because people were going to be near? I think I got tickets, but I didn't really take a lot of time <laughs> being there. I, dude, honestly, nobody, for nobody most does. content creators, no one really yeah, goes no to one VidCon goes. for... <laughs> For like the actual convention, I don't know why for, that is either. People just like go to VidCon I, I know because why. they know I people. I know are, people are going to VidCon, so people go near VidCon, and I'm it's, like, why? Yeah, it's 100 percent that. It's like an it's an excuse. If you go to VidCon to like get a ticket, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just fuck like do it dip, like do it when there's not a million people trying to find where you're at. Like I don't no, know. Oh, you know what? No, no. Here, I'll, I'll actually. I think I have a reason for both of those things because sure. I think people do that. People, people like make convention like meetups or whatever, or just like, like I guess, have VidCon as like the main uh, motivator to like meet up because there's gonna be a lot of fans and maybe there could be like opportunities to like do stuff with fans. Like for example, just meetups during VidCon. I guess it's it's true. like the, it's like it just lines up right. And then the second thing is like, um, yeah, no one really goes to the conventions because what is there to do? Like what watch? Like I guess like when you go to VidCon, there's the... just there's just yeah. The majority of TwitchCon was spent at the convention. There was a lot of fun stuff to do. It was either the Boomer, my God, dude. It was either the convention or like at our Airbnb. Yeah. It, it, it was there was a lot to do at TwitchCon, but I, I've never been to VidCon, so I don't I don't have no idea. I'd say there's more stuff to do at TwitchCon versus VidCon. But when it comes to like these conventions, what you're there for is like like the main two things is like um is like the booths so like all of the companies that like want to show their brand like you get you could get free stuff i remember going to vidcon and i got like 10 cans of axe even though i don't really like use axe 
That was cool. Oh, and then God. the other thing is like panels. So you you could like see your favorite influencer slash creator. But right. like as a content creator, like I don't I'm not as motivated to see Hank Green every year. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm I'm more motivated to like go with my friends and just like experience LA together or like right. be in an Airbnb and just have a good time with them, like outside of the convention. So that's that's kind of like the two big things mm -hmm. about like VidCon. One of the funniest so. things for me at TwitchCon was um Connor Eats Pants had a meetup panel at the time and um we we sat in his line and walked up and I took like a I pretended to take a selfie with him but it was a video and he like knew who I was and like thought it was a picture and I was just like we went up there and just fucked with him for like a solid five minutes it was really funny I think we did it with Wilbur as well but I don't remember I know Wilbur had a panel but I think the line was too long I can't remember how, was this like two years ago? Yeah, this was 2019. It, somehow it was two years ago. Panel. I don't know if... Yeah, I don't think TwitchCon's happening this year. They haven't said anything. Yeah, I, I think, think there are rumors, but... Given, and I'm, given yeah. LA County already kind of said no masks, or you have to have a mask indoors, mm -hmm. like, St. Louis has done a mask mandate by now too as well, so... But I don't... I don't know. I... You know, I I thought about VidCon because I knew I don't think TwitchCon's happening, but I'm also like I don't want to go to LA as a variant of COVID is kind of resurfacing. But that you know that's a whole different topic. Yeah, and also like VidCon is going to be nerfed this year, like regardless, uh, there's going to be a lot of EU people slash UK people, just yeah. people outside the US. They're going to have like I a hard time. It's going to be here, so. fun. I'm not jealous. Ish. I I will watch from my house. <laughs> and be like i'm glad i didn't spend money <laughs> i like i'm like not even an hour away from the convention center so i'm like i'm mm. i'm chilling i'm chilling i'm just i'm just like man i'm not gonna see this british man sad but you know that's fine there's next year yeah there's plenty of time for sure yeah yeah i would recommend twitchcon the next time it's safe and happening because twitchcon was more fun at the actual venue and it was a lot of fun. the The Airbnb was fun. The convention was enjoyable. Very validating yeah. experience. Poggers, 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 <laughs> poggers. Yeah. So uh, VidCon was definitely like was a huge motivator for me to like I guess switch up my content because beforehand where, it was just yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish your point. Finish your point. Okay. So I. It was a huge motivator for me to like upload a lot more frequently because I was talking to a lot of like um, other YouTubers um, and they were talking, we were talking about like how the algorithm like works at the time. And since I really wanted to be like secure and just have like that leverage that we were talking about earlier, yeah. I wanted to just like have that established and made sure like, you know, I'll be down to like do this for a bit. And see how it goes and try it out. Try to figure so, out what's necessary. Yeah. I've never like uploaded daily before. Um, at least in like years. I um, tried. It's exhausting. Yeah. I've never had editors it's before. Really I've never hard. done any of that. So I'm really glad I went through that process of trying it out. And it seems like it worked. Like like just uploading yeah, I mean, daily. You got, I mean, um, how many, you you have at least a million on YouTube if I remember right. How much do you have currently? Yeah, I think I think I surpassed like one mil because of uh or something for um, sure i mean you were you were absolutely killing it with the with the gimmicks 
Yeah, I think watch time was definitely like a huge like uh thing during during I guess twenty nineteen ish era. So I yeah. I was like it was, I was definitely told, like you should probably more like, watch time. That, so I did. Mm -hmm. I I remember watch time being like a big thing, and that's why like um. That's that's why like my SMP live videos were like fifty minutes long because I knew like the the retention was the main thing. It wasn't like the views. It was like audience retention was like that the big hammering point. Oh yeah, yeah. There's like a lot of other stuff like like AVD and and all that other stuff. But yeah, I during that time like I think the meta was just to like upload a lot, and I I tried it. I'm glad I tried it, and it yeah. seemed to work out. GG. Um. Yeah, I, I I think that was like a huge shift of of like uh of my content because beforehand I was just, you know, doing YouTube as a hobby mm -hmm. and I was uploading literally like not even once a week, like every few weeks. Um and I would edit the video myself and it would be like a shortish video, maybe like 10 minutes long and it it would just be like I don't know, like a funny moments thing. But right. I wanted to like try something new. I wanted to like, you know, do something that would like work with me work with the interests that i have like which was like pvp slash like you know uhc at the time and i wanted to be secure so all of that just like matched with the the content that i made which was the minecraft uhc but now so, unfortunately things just work for however long and you just keep going until you can't yeah yeah i uh, unfortunately you know it didn't last forever because there's there's many different yeah. factors such as like I was getting targeted stream sniped because I, I did it on stream. I, I, like, I mean, you know, I, at the same time. yeah. And I know, I mean, I know you and I know a, a few other UHC people and it's like, I, I can't imagine recording for like hours and getting like 20 minutes of good footage. Like, oh that, yeah, there would be, I would say there would be like, I, I would a, do that like three times. You're like, I'm done with this shit. Like that's awful. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like rough. Cause like beforehand, I think when I started doing UHC content, it was a lot easier because there wasn't really like a meta. Uh, by the way, I was like recording on my own server. So I, I had mm. like the freedom of of like of using my own plugins. Um, I had developers like make plugins for me for in order for me to like do the That's content sick. that I needed to do. So that was really nice. Um, yeah, but unfortunately, imagine. like when it comes to like having a go game mode on a server, on a public server for people to play on, then While people will end up- streaming as well. Yeah, especially, yeah, on top of me streaming. There is like a meta that forms over the course of like whatever amount of time. And I guess it, it formed within like a year or so where mm -hmm. people knew like how to like play it exactly, like regardless of the they found twist. What, yeah. Yeah. And, and I always got rolled like every and, time and, and it was really hard for me to make the content. <laughs> yeah. So like, not, but yeah. the whole point is for you to make the content and they all show up to shit on you to where you can't I, make the content. I did, I did, like, okay, yeah, I, I <laughs> you know, so I wanted weird. to make sure, I wanted to make sure to make content, right? But I right. also wanted to try the server thing, too. So, I, I think what you did is smart, though, because you live streamed it, and that's, like, you got, like, your audience to interact with you and to show up and, like, help you fuel the content. And I think, I think if you look back at it, that partially f fueled your, you know, your average view count on Twitch now, because, like, you would push yeah. that, like, yeah. you could in real time join the event and be on the stream and then be in a video potentially yeah i so, wanted to just try to make sure that the content that i do just fits as many things that yeah, i want to do at the I'm, same time whether you did it on purpose or not i think that was a clever way to kind of transfer your big youtube audience into your twitch streams more oh yeah definitely like 
I wanted to do Twitch stuff, so I just merged like all the like to do it at the same time. Like it's essentially Smart. like stream highlights, but then just like working as a YouTube video as well. Mm-hmm. So like that's also edited. And it just all worked out. I think um, it's a smart way to do it. I think YouTube is a big, big platform. Even though Twitch is like a normalized thing, I think YouTube is just so massive that it's so it can it's not easy, but like it's it can be as simple as mentioning that like you did all of the stuff on this video on your stream and people will be people who are interested in streaming could potentially come right over. And now, we, might, we could talk about like the uh, conversion I mean, like rate like I like in terms of like building an audience on Twitch. Honestly, one of the biggest things that you could do is like convert um, a audience like on a different platform that has a better algorithm than Twitch and then just convert like your audience and, and transfer them to like a different. Yeah, platform. I mean, like people don't really go to stream like I get a, I get the handful of people that are like you were in my recommended, but you don't get like a lot of viewers because you were like recommended there's no trending tab on twitch you don't get like recommend i mean you get recommended but like in comparison to people like watching recommended stuff on youtube it's it's night and day like youtube has such a better way of showing you new stuff that it's super easy to get your your face out there and your content in comparison you said twitch or, or youtube for youtube it's easier for yeah, youtube just because yeah, it's you I know Things go viral. Things go trending. You're you're recommended because you're associated with you know I like I I know Wilbur Soot. Wilbur Soot's video has me on the side because somebody liked a tweet of mine and they follow Will and he follows me. So YouTube's like you might like this guy. So they find my video and then they find I stream. So they go to my stream. Like it doesn't have anything to do with Twitch's ability to push out recommendations. It's more I, I think YouTube is very good at fueling interest and, and even now like we see way more people watching things they're recommended that they're not even sub to like people watch un, like unsubscribed recommended videos all the fucking time like it's a massive thing to yeah, get my recommended. recommended is yeah youtube's algorithm is huge tiktok's algorithm is huge and you could just tell like a lot of people that are big on twitch has grown like their tiktok slash youtube first and there's a reason why like Right, you know, their audience that, carries so over. Many... It's really hard to have an audience solely from Twitch. I mean, I yeah. think I think I am a little lucky in that regard because I feel like I kind of blew up through Twitch and it fueled my YouTube a bit. And now my YouTube kind of fuels a little bit of my Twitch, but it's mostly Twitch for me. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I'm like a commonality. I don't think a lot of people, I think maybe somebody else is like Phil because Phil died on his hardcore world on stream. <laughs> Yeah, that was a pretty viral viral right. moment. I, but I don't think a lot of people blow up through Twitch first, you know? Yeah, I think I think I, I remember watching like Ms. Kiff talk about stuff like this. And like he was like, I remember him talking about like doing collabs or like doing stuff with people on Twitch is really huge. Getting like, your name out there is like massive because the association in the algorithm yeah. helps you way more than people think. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, like you, you watch it's a, a keyword, it right, you're you're thrown into the association of that person. Yeah, so, and, and it's like I I think that's the reason why there's like org like big organizations of like streamers. Yeah, because like collaborations are just huge on Twitch, especially for Twitch. I mean, like YouTube, obviously it helps a ton, but like 
being able to to interconnect audiences and stuff is absolutely ridiculous. I I, I share a weird amount of audience with Ranbu, and I have streamed with Ranbu like maybe once or twice during Origins. Like I don't feel like we've done a ton together. Mm -hmm. And some for some reason, if I stream and he's streaming and he ends stream, I there's a very weird chunk of people that go from his to mine. And I think he he's rated me like a single time. I've talked with him on stream like maybe three times. You know, I talked to him occasionally through DMs and stuff. Like I gave him some BuzzFeed stuff to watch um, because he wants to watch some Supernatural videos. But other than that, like I don't feel like we do much at all in the name of content together. But for some reason, we interacted like a handful of times. And now there's a weird portion of people who watch him and then transfer to me the second he's done. A weird if portion I'm of people? Yeah, like a a strangely, not not like weird in the not sense the, that I don't Not the weird them. people, the right, portion not, is weird. The, the portion is weird, <laughs> not the people. The, yeah, don't get me wrong. I, I love I love the people. The people aren't weird. The the size of people Okay, you Well, you don't know the individual person, but there yeah. can be a percentage of people of them being most weird. Of them, most of them are pretty great when they show up. I, I call them boobers. They, they think it's funny. But, Did you say boobers? Yeah. That's amazing. I don't know how it happened, but I, I said it once and they thought it was hilarious. So, but <laughs> there, there's like a, a the, the, the amount of people is weird because I feel like we haven't done a whole lot together in the name of content. And somehow like that little bit alone made like this weird transfer. I happen. think it logically makes sense, but just it just feels it, weird. It feels like yeah, it feels like not a lot was done, and I feel like I could I I do a lot more with other people, and that that doesn't happen comparatively. It's just a funny little thing that that has happened to me in that experience. Yeah, yeah. So, but I have a I have a curious a curiosity because I I don't have a, a million subs on YouTube, right? Maybe someday, but I don't have a gold YouTube plaque. Do you have your YouTube plaque? Oh yeah, it's sitting in the back did, of my. Mm -hmm. Did it feel? Did it feel better when you got the million plaque or the one hundred k plaque? One hundred k, one hundred percent, one hundred k, five miles. I feel like it's going to be different for anybody I ask who has both. But if I think about it logically, I remember. I mean, I got my one hundred k plaque a couple months ago, and that was like the one hundred k plaque was such like a a goal as a kid i was like i want a youtube plaque like it sits in my backdrop on my stream yeah and i remember getting it and looking at it and i was like it's fucking real like it's real because like the million one i can imagine is an incredible feat but it's technically one that's been met once before and i feel like it's it's not un. i feel like it's not it it's not like it's not validating because a million subs is a big fucking deal yeah, yeah, yeah. But to get the to get to the first step and feel, I mean, that's a big fucking step. I think a lot of YouTubers have mentioned before that 100 or zero to 100k is a lot like harder, way harder to get to 100k to a million. I feel yeah, that's just the truth. I, I've been meaning to add. I'm gonna try to ask as many people who I who I talk to who have, you know, 100k. The gold plaque. Yeah, the gold and, plaque. Yeah, I yeah, don't. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't. I forgot to ask Fundy. I'm kind of beating myself up about it, but. I'm sure Let's I'll just, just ask DM him, him on Twitter right I'm now. I'm sure I'll just ask him. But <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm assuming that most of it's going to be people saying 100K for that exact yeah. reason. Is it feels like yeah. 
that's way more of like an incredible like you're starting out and it's it's happening kind of deal yeah it's like it's like one it's like it's right there it's like that's a that's a plaque it's right there and it's, then like you've already felt validation like it's it's like physically there you feel you feel like it's like you know you've 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 worked like so you, hard you get and to you've, see it, you've you've right? felt the ability to succeed for so long and then after all this time you get like a physical representation of everything you've worked towards and it's just the beginning yeah and you get that first a, feeling of a feeling of, of physical representation and yeah. you've already had that with the 100k so to see it like with the one mil it's not that different i mean it's gold it gold. is gold and it's it cool, has dents by the way dents they they like it's like scuffed so like what mine has like everybody's dents. or is yours is just not, not everybody's yours. but i'd assume that a lot more than you think so you like mine like... has dents uh, it has like this dent like in the corner of like the play button what and i talked to them like like through support like guys there's a dent in this one and they're like yeah yeah there's like there's usually like some imperfection about it and you can't we can't really do anything what about the fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> they were just like uh, suck it up <laughs> Yeah, suck it off. You got That's a unreal. dent in your gold plaque. That's yeah, ridiculous. It, it's like it's whatever because at the you know it's just it's just you know the one mil plaque and that's not kind of fucked up it's not as like cool over as like the, the 100 <laughs> so it's whatever like i don't i don't really care i don't really i'm like i sound like i'm coping right now uh, it's, it's, it's like fine I'm coping. it's fine my big achievement they just tarnished it it's kind of funny it's kind of funny oh, dude God. yeah um, That's why you gotta take a picture of it really far away so you don't see it. <laughs> let's let's retract a bit. So um, we're know, like you, on a. I think we've gone on a tangent like that, a lot today. Welcome to a podcast, so, dude. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. like we went from like TwitchCon for like five minutes and came back. Like, yeah. What, <laughs> so how about when when you left high school? When did you when did you figure out like when you wanted to not go to college and you were really gonna lean into the content i think i think it was mainly did, did you have year. did you have like an oh shit moment like i did when i was like losing opportunity with the tech at tuesday stuff i don't think it was like a i think it was like a slower burn type deal mm -hmm. i think it was more of like i kind of like the more i went into senior year the more people were talking about college more people talking about graduating what to do next in their life it's you know it's just that pivotal pivotal i can't even speak like that that pivot of a moment right yeah that you want to like you felt like a change is gonna occur like yeah like the crossroads is it's coming soon yeah. and and there's a lot of talk about that you know mm -hmm. during during senior year because everyone's like well that's you a, know trying to graduating high school is a crossroad because that's yeah it, you know, i mean it literally is a crossroad so yeah you know, there's quite that. Literally. And, and and yeah it was mainly senior year that like i was like you know i could honestly try to do this college or yeah. not a college thing you want to know and, something fun this is a, yeah this is a small little off topic um i hung out with a friend of mine from high school like one of the few people from high school i still talk to he's such a nice dude um but mm -hmm. he mentioned to me because he talks to a few other people one of them asked if he was going to our like high school reunion because the fifth year was supposed to be like last year it got delayed so this is like the sixth but technically five year anniversary whatever they have to like pay money to go to the high school reunion. I was like, yeah. absolutely not. I'm not paying money to go like flex in front of people I don't talk to anymore. Like, <laughs> it just I, it's just such a random funny thought that I that I remembered. Um, You're paying for this high school like right. prom. Yeah, like why? 
you're gonna pay to, to like talk to people you don't ever talk to and then be like oh yeah my life's together i promise then you go and cook ramen for the 20th time I, you that know month. i'm i'm only i'm only 20 dude but i really wonder like if i'm actually gonna go to a reunion i don't know if i am it's i i don't i don't i don't the older i, don't I get know. the less i want to as well so i wonder i wonder how like how what, what should what should i really i just think it's kind of sad that people actually like are paying to go to mine i'm like are you are you kidding me like why yeah, something feels a little off there. <laughs> that's that's weird that's just weird to me exactly i think that's so odd i don't know dude yeah um when so <laughs> when you if you don't mind sharing when when you asked or when you figured this out and obviously you had to tell your parents at some point was there like a ton of pushback about it or so so i think a lot of my parents saying like no to it because initially they were like no no. Right. And I was like, and I was like, you know, like I could do this. And they're like, no. And they, they just yeah, kept I'm saying sure no. And there was relate. a lot of it, moments, a lot of no moments. But in reality, it was more of them showing that they were worried about my security. So Absolutely. I, I, ha I think I had to do. Uh, so I, I came up with a solution. So mm -hmm. I, I, I came up with a with a resolution to I don't think it's a resolution. Is this a resolution or I guess like compromise? Yeah, like sure. A compromise, compromise for, is a good word. for yeah, a compromise is a good word to to just do a gap year, just do the gap year and just yeah. see how it goes. Like there was no like, gap year. <laughs> and I, <laughs> You've fallen into my trick, mom. Is, <laughs> is a gap year like? Is it like you you have to go to college or is it like? It can be. So there are, there are programs that like let you take a year off and then take you the next year, but like you can also just like not go and then apply next year. They're, okay. You okay. can do I just, it. I just you can do it sure. through a school. Sure. Like a school can give you money to go after a year. Oh, okay. um, they could like secure because it, may, well whatever. maybe they make you like I I think somebody I went to high school with like took a gap year somewhere, but like for he committed to a school and that year he like traveled and did stuff because he was doing like photojournalism and and stuff. So like they like helped him go to places and see things and photograph. So like I think there's like built in gap years to colleges, but also like. You can definitely just like not go and then apply it next year. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So we were just we were just throwing the, the term gap year on. I hope that's considered a gap year. I hope I, I don't know if, well, if it's not a gap year, I don't know what it's called. Anyways, yeah, I just gave myself one year to just try it out and see how like the YouTube stuff would go. And then I just made that year like a really good year and it, it worked out. Clearly. And then I'm I'm good to go. And they literally have zero worries about like my yeah. future now. I, I guess like financially and like all that type of stuff. I feel so. similarly. I um I didn't do like a gap year or anything, but like I it, my senior year of college, I I started blowing up and I was making money off of streaming and I was like, what is happening? This is weird because gaming and money is a weird concept. Um yeah. But, yeah, it is. You know, at that time I was still I you know, I applied to graduate schools and I had been I, I had pretty much already committed to a graduate program when I started blowing up and I knew that and I was okay with it. And I was like, I can definitely do this, see how it works, whatever. I graduated, I got home, I moved into my parents' house for the summer after I graduated college. And within like a month or two, I was like, I literally can't live here and do my job. <laughs> so I moved mm -hmm. out 
And then a month or two into graduate school, I was like, I can't do graduate school. It's getting in the way of my literal financial stability. Um, so I ended up having like a maybe a 10 minute discussion with my parents about it. Like they were concerned, but I was like, listen, I have a degree. I'm making money doing this. I'm paying for the house I live in with this. I'm doing this. And that was pretty much it. I mean, like, I don't, I don't think I, I don't think a lot of people have similar discussions. I think I've, I've honestly, I think one of the biggest like turning points, turning moments, or like, I guess the shift of like my parents' worry was just when I showed them like proof. how much you I was them, making. Yeah, exactly. I showed them like evidence. Like I showed, evidence, I showed my mom my like analytics actually, tab and she, she was like, there's just no way. And I was like, you better fucking believe it. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I gave them concrete things to look, uh, yeah. to look for or look at. I think, right. I think that's a weird kind of advice to give to anybody striving to convince their, their you know, parents I, yeah, or it's, concerned individuals. You don't individuals. necessarily need to do that. Like what I did, it's I don't think that's necessary. You kind of you just like flex on them a little bit. Like, look, I, I mean, I was making money doing something else that wasn't the graduate school they yeah. wanted me to stay in, and I was like, like if it's if it's them being concerned about yeah, money, it, then if you showed them the money, then it's like, oh, I'm most not concerned of the time, because yeah. that was the thing I was concerned about earlier. I feel like most of the time it's just parents being concerned about their child's future, and a lot of that it's it's hard. I mean, it might it'll probably get better within you know the next few decades. You know, with people like us getting older and understanding that this is a very acceptable concept to do because like you know my six-year-old mom doesn't even barely uses her phone like she doesn't fucking know what the hell twitch is she doesn't know how streaming works i mean she does now better but imagine like trying to tell somebody who was born before video games were even a thing that i'm making money off of it like that's a hard thing to prove Mm -hmm. like just just the concept like it could just even be simple as them not understanding the concept of how they make money like exactly. I had to tell, I had to teach my parents how AdSense worked, mm-hmm. or like how how like ads equals money for me, and they just you know like it it sounds like just this weird technology to them. Yeah. But like I had to just you know explain it to them, not even just one time, but multiple times, and eventually they got it, and yeah, then now gotta, they understand how it works. You gotta find a way to kind of close that distance of of um, ignorance towards content creation. I think yeah, is the I, best advice I can yeah, give. I, I think maybe I think maybe flex like on them a bit. I, I kind of was just like, I'm paying for a whole ass house by playing Minecraft, so I don't think I'm gonna stay in school. <laughs> That's pretty much what I said. Uh, yeah, it, it it really your mileage may vary. Like if we're yeah. talking about like just, I guess it depends on your parents and and their concerns as well. I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of parents are just concerned about your financial capabilities and your future, pretty much most yeah, of the time I, like like it's understandable like youtube is a is a risk because it's it's just kind of like your own business essentially and mm. you know sometimes and, yeah. and it's since it's a, it's a creative like industry like you got to keep one month in you check could do well and then one much. month you could not so yeah like it's you're not gonna have a fixed rate it's hard to do you, yeah well i mean streaming yeah. i mean i can st- streaming stereotypes are you know january is awful december's amazing September's that's, that's awful. That's huge on YouTube as well. Yeah. Oh, like, wait, September is awful? September slash late August because people are going back to school. It's the same with January. Like, people I go back to school, they get busier. But, yeah, like, December, 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 December is, December's, you know, winter break, Christmas. Everybody's mm-hmm. jovial. Tons of people are watching. It's usually a good time for most people. 
Yeah, that's probably one of the very few things that's consistent about like YouTube slash like Twitch. Yeah, streaming. there there are a few trends so that you can very much anticipate. One of them's being yeah. school coming back and summer and winter breaks. Yeah, are, are and big. like the thing that you'd have to rely on most is like trying to make sure that your content is mm -hmm. engaging and making and not sure taking it personal either. It's hard yeah, not to take yeah. that sort of thing like to heart. And then, and then there's that kind of worms of like you know mm. the mental right. like, strain of of like making sure you're at, like you're not being a I guess like an over analytical Andy to the point where it's yep. going to affect your mental health to where, yeah. I mean, to where you literally hate what you do. Yeah. And like, it's just like, what even is the point of doing this anymore? Right. You know what I mean, so it, it's, it's, just, it's hard. Yeah. It, it takes a lot yeah. of work. There I think, is, you know, yeah. even, even going into my second year of full-time creation, it's just, it, it gets better. You find better ways of handling it, but then like new ones, appear or like the same the same ones come back when you least expect it so it's just mm -hmm. constantly being able to like push away that sort of like uh I'm, just, I'm doing terribly i'm failing yeah, i you know? let me i i really want to like i really hope that like the next generation of content creators can can like have a secure way of knowing like how to to like handle this like mental thing i hope know? they i hope they have less because i don't think Google's, in their face I, I i'm not i don't think and i really hope they do like by like if there's any chance but like i don't know if these like big media slash tech companies are gonna care about like they don't to like to just like <laughs> no i don't way. know like make it no. not mentally straining like nope you know what that's i mean what makes the money dude they want you to stay exactly so, they want, so it's like they want you it's to like stay kind of locked there in. now right they want you yeah, to stay so like, locked in and nobody in charge really, really wants to change it despite the effects it has on people's health. Yeah, I hope like that that next like generation of content creators, like I hope they like know how to just handle mm -hmm. it. I hope know? a better like, yeah, I hope there's a better really handle hope. on the on the whole yeah. thing because stuff is stuff can be very scary, dude. I mean, you got people yeah. making, you know, alternate Twitters to tweet other things because they feel like they can't tweet on one account but can tweet on the other, and I'm like why don't you just not fucking tweet? <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Like you know there's I mean? been so, there's been so many moments where I just, I think I just need to have like a therapist to talk to. Yeah. About, like, I'm, honestly, it's probably I think, better. I think that's, I think probably that's better huge. for you. It's, and it's not a problem. Yeah. There's not, yeah. I, I honestly, I don't feel like I necessarily need one, but I feel like I could get something. I mean, everybody can get something out of one. I, I think the issue is it's been demonized and, and getting, Therapy implies that something is wrong, and that's just not true. There could be, and you might need help figuring that out, and that's okay. But you can also go, and you might you might figure out there I, is something wrong, and you didn't even I know. I think it's not necessarily like if something's wrong or not. I think it's just right. inevitable for life to just throw you wrong things that you have to just. Yeah, like, I mean, you don't correct, expect, like, you never expect mind. it. I yeah, mean, and it's we, like if we it's just inevitable. It, if you expected every bad thing coming your way, you would not you would not feel like shit ever because you would prepare. You'd be prepared. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, like, they they can be useful. Like, some people need them. Most people could use them. I don't, I don't, you should, people shouldn't feel bad because they need, I, I, you, you can talk to somebody about anything and legally they can't share that. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, you can, you can walk through something with somebody for basically no repercussion and even get some advice out of it because they're professionally trained to help you. I mean, like that, 
that shouldn't be demonized, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I think I think there needs to be a lot more like talk about mental health towards like content creators or whatever. And Dude. honestly, I got to shout out somebody um, sure. that like helps a lot. There's this there's this this channel. Also, I think they do Twitch mm -hmm. um, healthy gamer GG. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. um, they talk a lot about like mental health and, and like life coaching towards like gamers like yeah. people who just play video games That's and like you know kind and they also of... do like a lot of uh a lot of interviews with with twitch streamers mm -hmm. and like their their experiences with um with mental health towards like their job i i think nihichu even did an, uh, an interview so i i recommend like listening to this guy talk about stuff i think that's part of the point of this podcast as well is like i feel like i know so many people who do content and I don't have a different way of talking to them enough. And I also feel like not enough creators are willing to open up about the, the back room kind of stuff. To I content. think, I think con more content creators are, it's just like, they don't have like a place to do it. They don't have like, a place to do like, it. Exactly. Like I don't, I don't feel as exactly. comfortable as talking about my mental health on like a tweet or like a right. tweet longer. I don't think like, it's a I good feel place like to really do my, it either. In my personal opinion, like, I don't think that's a good place to like, that's not like a good medium, you know what I mean? No. For me to like to like have my outlet. Exactly. For like very like for like like Twitter for, wants um, you to think it is cuz Twitter wants you to stay on its app. Yeah. And yeah. I don't mean Twitter so, as in like the people on Twitter, I mean like Twitter as in like the company the wants company, you to feel that. Right, right, right. So yeah, I I don't think it's like a good place to like, I don't know, talk about I more I think it's stuff. Uh, to to an extent there is, yeah. but you could only go so far, right? Exactly. Like for for example, like exactly. I could do a quit longer and like write something, right? Yeah. You know, I I could do that. What I does it make do? Paragraphs. What does that do? Though? However, however, uh, well, I mean, I mean, I could go so far with it, right? Exactly. If if I if I like you know talked about I guess like let's say my mental health on on Twitch like on a, on a stream, I could do a lot more with that. I think it's just for I in my opinion, I'm just I'd prefer to do it on like a different place. And I think, I think like on a podcast here, it's just a little bit more appropriate. It's, it's, like it's pretty feed. easy to open candidly on, on something with such little pressure to it. Cause we're not, you know, this isn't live stream. There's no camera. We're not, you're not recording your face. We're not, people aren't watching this in real time. They're watching it eventually big shout out, but like there's not as much pressure to like entertain in the moment. And it's way easier to kind of just like speak freely and kind of figure stuff out as the conversation moves along. Yeah. Because streaming, I, I am a huge... There, and there's tons yeah, sorry, of distractions to streaming too. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, another yeah. big issue is like streaming. You have the chat to bounce off of. You have stream alerts. If most, like most streamers have alerts pop up and you got like plenty of other random stimuli to pay attention to. And it's really hard to like get these thoughts out there in a cohesive manner in comparison mm -hmm. to something like me and you just one-on-one -on -one conversing about it. Yeah, of course. I, I, I am a big believer of like verbal communication over like over like texts. Like Me too. I, I it, think I think it's I think important for you, for this to be like sort of communicated with an audience as well. Because like mm -hmm. I'll you know, I'll go into a stream very much planning to go like the distance, like six, eight hours, I'm feeling it. But like three, four hours in, I'm like, I feel like shit. I don't know why. And I'll apologize. But you know, most of the time they don't care and they appreciate that I'm like willing to just be like i i'm not feeling up for it as much as i as i thought you know mm -hmm. um i i think way too many 
excuse me uh i think way too many creators are way too afraid to be way i'm saying way too much um i think i think people are too scared to be a little more vulnerable in the terms of of their mentality uh, you know content. what you know what bren i'll be completely honest with you there's a lot of times where i would feel like i i can't be vulnerable because it's hard it would, like it's it, it can hurt. be scary yeah, because when it comes to like having a pers like a an online personality, you're also mixing that with like, I guess like your brand. You yeah, know? and like people your brand are, is you. People like, have an idea in their head of how you behave, and when you go off script and and be yourself and act candidly, it's like some people don't like that shit because they're like, "Why aren't you being funny is, right now?" This is not like what I expect. This yeah, is not, this which is, is not the the person that unfair, I'm, by the way. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's your brain making shortcuts. And if it's, I, I think it's very self-centered to expect a creator to behave a certain way for your sake. When that person is their own person, just wanting to make people laugh or even feel better. And that yeah, could be I think facilitated by mm -hmm. them being a human. I mean, being able to relate to the person that you are an avid fan of is such a big thing for so many people. Yeah. And it's I, I, I don't think yeah, people are outspoken enough about that. I think I think there needs to be I I, I like this podcast because it allows me to Thank like you. outlet this. I I, 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 I like had it. a lot of compliments about me and Fundy's conversation as well because we talked about this sort of stuff where like you know, content creators we we all do different shit. Like it's it's you can't compare each other because, you know, we do different content. We do the same job, but we do different things. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to compare, but we also have like weird amounts of relatable things. Like we, we both struggle. We both had like a conversation with our parents about content. We showed them the proving factor and we've both been full time for so long because we found that little burst of, of popularity and we pushed it. Mm -hmm. But we also did that doing two completely different things, you know? Yeah. So uh, while every creator is unique and it's hard to, you can't compare, it's unhealthy to compare you to so yourself to others. But at the same time, like we have so much in common that like, I don't think we talk to each other enough about, I think it's healthy to tell that to your audience, but not even creators will like let you know what's on their mind sometimes. And it's, it's difficult to really feel like, how many people are candid out there when nobody wants to really express yeah there's sort of honestly stuff. like when it comes to like content creator talking to another content creator there's also like a lot of factors why content creators talk to each other in the first place it could be right just, you know they'll just you know they could be just be friends and just talking about you know their daily thing but there's also like uh it's also often where content creators are just talking to each it's other business. for work it's business. Yeah, I think, I think what's like a problem for me is I'm way more on the side of like, all these people are my friends and I like just talking to them. I really don't care what the matter is. I just like hanging out with people. And I think way more people, there, there's a lot of very business oriented creators. And I don't think that's a problem. I don't think there's I, an issue. To I that. would consider myself as a business orientated content mm. creator. Um, I'm within that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I, don't, I don't think it's an issue. Yeah. I feel like I, I'm way more. Yeah. And it sucks for me because I feel like a lot of the time when I do interact with someone who's way more business oriented, 
and then like i don't feel like there's like a friendship level of the of of stuff there i i take it a little too personally because i'm expecting the same from them and that's like a an issue with me is like i'm i'm a little too like we're all friends and then i get you know curbed or ghosted or whatever you know because content creators are all awful at communicating most of the time and yeah. then I, and, I take it a little yeah. too to heart and i'm like well this person hates me obviously and that's just not fucking true i mean yeah. creators I are think, busy and our schedules mm -hmm. are everywhere and nobody really knows what their schedule is so yeah, it's you're really, describing a job yeah, like you exactly. just i think for every content creator i think every single person that's doing this content creation stuff they should probably figure out like you know if you're talking to a person like doing stuff with them you should probably like um what's the word what's the word you should communicate no you should identify like if i'm talking to them for work if yeah. i'm talking to them because they're a friend or both you know i think in and a way i, th I, think, I think this I think is there's like a level of expectation you know with, i think with this is an example of categories. both as well because obviously this is a little business oriented and i you know i get a little bit out of it and i think you get something out of it and your audience gets something out of it but i also think mm -hmm. like we're kind of just having a conversation between two friends at the same time so like yeah it there's a balance here that i think is communicated off the bat and i think it's turning it turns into something useful for other people to hear which is like kind of how where i'm finding my footing in this podcast because this is the second episode i mean i haven't figured out everything but i'm finding more and more i have conversations like this and i'm like this this is the podcast like this is what i'm here for and this is what yeah. i hope more people show up for because like i don't think enough creators are vulnerable often yeah i and and you you're you i'd say you'd be also like open for other stuff about this too like oh, of this course a, it, you'd regard this podcast as like a developing thing yeah, yeah i mean i think the whole thing is the, the the point is we don't really talk about anything super in particular i think i have a lot of friends who are content creators because i'm a content creator so we kind of just have conversations that kind of delve into this mm -hmm. and uh i'm not mad about it but yeah. if it if it if i have somebody on the show who doesn't talk about this sort of thing i'm i don't really care i mean it's more just me wanting to be able to talk to interesting people and, and see where our conversation deviates and maybe some people will listen so for sure um but i mean we could talk about you know more creator stuff um i'll give you a choice do you want to talk about something like way off the topic of content or do you want to talk more about inside of content minds um hmm. sorry say that again i kind of just blanked would out. you would you rather have a do you want to do you want me to ask you something like more about content creation or would you rather like get more like just life or or like personal about things i think we could talk about more about like i i'm mostly down for both um mm -hmm. i don't know i feel like i need to talk more about like you don't, don't have know. to talk you don't have to talk more about anything. You can talk about whatever you feel like obligated to talk about. I mean, that's the okay, whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no I, there's no pressure to do one or the other. I just thought mm -hmm. I'd give you the choice, but I can just figure one out if you don't feel particularly pulled in either direction. Yeah, let's talk about let's talk about the content stuff, yeah? Sure. Um so I kind of alluded to it earlier, but like what is did did you have like a moment as a when you were a kid similar to me where like you, ha you saw something in the realm of content and you were like, this is it. Like, this is, I'm doing this. Like, did you have like that, oh shit moment? I want to be a content creator. 
or did you feel like you just kind of fell into it i honestly have two big influences um sure go ahead i used to, i've been watching youtube since like 2007 the beginning, dude. yeah definitely yeah and i was Dang. like what four or five but i was using my sister's computer anyways um and now i'm gonna talk about about my influences that are not during that era um <laughs> so i think one huge one was vanos because he mm -hmm. he i think was a youtuber that pushed like a different type of content from like i don't know like normal let's plays because he had more like high like he went way more, more into highlight reels and like compilations and stuff than like yeah, and it was more like one. edited. Yeah, it, yeah, it was way more edited, and it was a lot more um, definitely a different style for like that time because the time was yeah. definitely like let's plays, you know, hundred percent. Yeah, and I, I I saw that like as a very unique thing, and I I looked I always looked forward to like seeing every single upload, especially during like his GTA Five right and his Black Ops Two stuff as well, and that kind of reflected towards my content during i guess my high school or when i was doing stuff during high school um for my for my content um because a lot of it was just you know editor andy i was just always editing um mm -hmm. and putting a lot of effort into every single video by making it highly edited as you should i mean like not highly edited but i feel like more people should really make sure a video is something they're they sit down and they're like this is great yeah, I think I, I, I think that goes yeah. back into that quality versus quantity argument where I feel like too many people just push things out because they want to get them out there because they want to be relevant. They want to get views. They want to get seen. And I'm like, you should you should do that. But you should also make sure what you're putting out there is like the best that you feel like you could possibly do at the same time. Yeah. Because like, if you do get seen and it's a absolute sizzler of a video because you put in that full percent, I mean, you could you can make your career based off of it easily. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I had like a big influence over like just making sure the content was good just at that base. Cause I, mm. I would see a lot of like, I think I was around like a few thousand subs, maybe even less. No, I think when I was doing even uh, mobile gaming, cause I started doing content as like a little mobile gamer with, on, with my little iPhone 4S. <laughs> and I had, and I, and I used like a ungel broken, which like game app i i would do pixel gun 3d <laughs> and then i would edit like the same thing on on the incredible same phone. yeah i i even like i think i even had a few skywars videos and uhc videos like how times have changed yeah like i i edited it on my phone like i would record on obs on my little like old laptop and then i would i would like import it through itunes to, like edit the video um on my iphone because i didn't know how to use vegas pro <laughs> i remember using movie maker back originally yeah anyways um yeah i i was like huge on editing and i i, I got oh gosh i'm like on a tangent now i, I kind of forgot what i was saying earlier we we're talking about influences and you you mentioned vanos because he kind of cut against the grain of let's plays because of how edited his stuff used to be. Oh yeah. 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 For so, a time that um, wasn't, that wasn't a commonality is either. Right. Like, right. Right. For okay, people, so, for people that were somehow, this is a scary thought, but pe some people are too young to even know this era of YouTube. There was an yeah. era, of, the beginning of YouTube, there was let's plays. I mean, it was like, you know, you have people like game grumps, you have people like Oni plays. They, they do this now, but in a, in a more, large it, it it used to be like 10 to 20 minutes 
of a recording that was like four hours long and you would just from 20 minutes you would just cut it do the next 20 minutes cut it and that would be episode one two three four five six seven eight nine etc and that would be how you would form it on youtube as well boomer is what are you doing <laughs> i don't know if the mic picked that up this dude's going crazy behind dude, me. i heard a cow anyways he's, um yeah he's like groaning behind me yeah dude the fact that the fact that you had to like explain let's Isn't play weird? makes me feel old. I know somebody's gonna have no clue what we're talking about though. Yeah, so I felt yeah, the need no, to explain that's, that. That's good. That's good that you you did that. <laughs> oh my god, I feel old now. I shouldn't feel this old. Anyways, um yeah, I I remember like when I was editing um like these little mobile gaming uh videos, I was like only like a few hundred subs and the people that were around the same like uh level of I guess audience that also had a few hundred they like had these horribly like edited videos and I was like dude I could see exactly what I need to like, <laughs> like to not do like I could jumps. see it like I'm gonna try to not do that yeah. and then it like pushed me to like make really good high edited video like highly edited videos so there was that mm -hmm. um you mentioned a second influence yeah. was that the the people posting their shit videos or somebody not else? that um <laughs> But that was, yeah, that was, that was kind of a sub motivation, I, a sub motivation. Uh, another motivation is I think I, 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 dude, I remember watching him like since he had like 80 K subs, but maybe even 30 K. I don't remember. Maybe 80. Fazejev. Fazejev is a huge influence because mm. I really liked his personality. Like he was like, he uploads daily. He uploads like he, he's, he's uh, a a just a cod like content creator that just like yeah. posts him like play games and just talk about whatever mm -hmm. but i really liked his personality because it, it was a very genuine personality and i like that and i i i like um i think it's huge for like every content creator to show their genuineness like, mm, i agree i i 100 agree i think I think the candidness is what really makes a creator shine. And that's really what solidifies an audience because they can identify with you as a person rather than like the funny voice man, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, but phase Jeff is, I mean, he, how he does his content. He's like, he never puts on anything. Right. Right. He always, he always is just himself and he's just playing video games and just talking about whatever, but his, but just by being himself, he is like, really funny and i he's a huge inspiration and i i look i look at that and i'm like that's that's really cool that's really cool it's a very like it's like so out of the community as well of like because you would think that like a minecraft youtuber like me would be like oh this guy does minecraft dan tdm and then there's just face jeff <laughs> <laughs> you're yeah yeah he likes minecrafters and you're like nope I used to play. I <laughs> I played like when I was like twelve. I I grinded Black Ops. Oh, of one. course, yeah. Modern Warfare. So I was a COD kid before which, MC. Which, which is your which is your ideal COD? Black Ops one, okay. and then Modern Warfare three, For and sure. then BO two. I'm a big Black Ops one guy too. Black Ops yeah. one was so fun. Yeah. Ballistic knife. And then World at War as well. So good. War that War was War. great. I had War that War on the Wii, dude. Oh my god! You used to be able to aim with like the Wii at the sensor pad. It was the most scuffed thing ever, yeah. but I loved it. I loved it. I was like yeah. so obsessed, <laughs> and it was it was the, yeah, one of the big reasons I ended up getting an Xbox because I wanted to play more COD, and I was like, this kind of sucks mm -hmm. because of the controller. And I was like, I wish I could play like with a regular one and like 
etc oh so, my goodness i could relate yeah. two different ways from that because really that's me when i wanted to switch from like minecraft pocket edition to actual minecraft on the computer uh -huh. and then the other way is, is because i used to play world at war on the ds <laughs> There was a DS version I that I would play with DS my friends. Version. Like we would, we would like connect. I, I remember like with a with a wire with my friends, no and way. we would like do co-op zombies on the DS. I had no clue there was a DS yeah, it's, version. It's, that's it was so cursed. It was so cursed. But that's that's, that's the that's how we had to play COD. Like at that's that unbelievable. It was it was really cursed. But, um, yeah. something I just thought of that could be a fun little conversation, and we can th this can be like our little wrapping point. Um. I feel like I'm taking your time for too long, but no worries, no worries. you know, we're talking about influences and stuff. And this makes me think of a screenshot that I saw, um, of Ranbu talking about you. And this is like pre his blow up. And he, he's talking about how he hopes to collab with you one day. Mm -hmm. And he did recently in the most recent MCC. I, I don't know if you guys have talked about this. I don't know if you were even aware of this. I I think I think there was like, a, a viral tweet that yeah. like, that I saw and That's I was like I, I added Ranbu. But like how do because we we were talking about influences for you, but how does it feel to influence somebody with such? I mean, like y you can't deny Ranbu's reach. I mean, he is a, a a large creator for obvious reasons, and he seems like I mean he's such a sweet guy at the same time. And I feel like there's a lot of genuineness within him. How does it feel to kind of partially be an influence to him and, and watch and, and feel like you're kind of, in a way, a, a part of his content in the fact that you helped him kind of do the same thing that Vanos did and, and Jeb did to you, where you're like, I like this person. I want to be like this person. And someone saw what you're doing and did the same. I I don't feel any different. I just feel like I'm doing what I'm doing. Mm. You know? I just feel like I feel like I'm just it, I don't think it has hit me at all. It's a little surreal. I, I mean, I it's a little surreal to is, think about. It is surreal. Like I I don't really think about it. I just kind of do what I do. Isn't that isn't that crazy? You know? Yeah. And isn't it's it, like, it, it got it kind of goes under the same umbrella as like like oh yeah, you're you're streaming in front of thousands of people, but you can't visualize it. You can't just visualize it. It's hard to, you know. It's hard to unless you really think about it. Yeah. Until like I don't know, like I I haven't had any of that, so uh, yeah, I now guess you for like yeah you know, that like example <laughs> with with Ranbu. Yeah, no, I, I still like I don't feel anything still. Like I I just kind of it's hard I'm to Minecraft process. Man, still this job playing it, Minecraft. The job is hard just, to process you know. in general. It's hard to kind yeah. of really wrap your yeah. mind around it sometimes. But, but I yeah, that and was a, and sorry, go on. I just think it's a funny thing to think about because we're talking about inspirations, and I'm like, you're quite literally partially an inspiration to somebody who is one of the largest creators at this point yeah and it's it's just i think a really great example of like how it just kind of is a small world and just how mm -hmm. how you don't really especially creators don't really see it's hard to really know how much we affect people until you see something like that as well i agree and it's just an example of that it's like you just a, don't a literal really example. think about it. I mean, yeah. you know, you can see the numbers and the view count and you can be like, that's a lot of people. But like to see somebody directly influence and see that evidence and then see them strive in such a such a way. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm sure I have plenty of examples, but not to the degree of him. I mean, I think that's fucking wild. 
I mean, and and still don't feel it. I still yeah. don't feel it. <laughs> I'm just I'm just happy that people like the content, and I'm I'm glad that there is an example that people have been influenced by like the content that I've done. I, I think, feel like in a way, like my work has full been, circle a little bit, a little full yeah. circle. Yeah, but we got plenty of circles. Not the only circle that you can ever draw mm. or whatever metaphor you want to insert. I think that's a pretty cool circle, though. Hundred percent. And I think this was a pretty cool episode. Um, you know, I I think we talked about plenty of really good stuff. I don't know about you. Um, I, yeah, I enjoyed you... it. I feel like there's a lot more for me to talk about, though. Like, have sure. me on for another oh, episode of if, yeah. if you want to. If... Like, I'm down. Of this course, is, you can really join. You can it. join whenever I need more people, and we can figure out other things to talk about. Yeah, Absolutely. for a future episode, for sure. Yeah. Um, now your audience has another thing to look forward to. Uh, absolutely, dude. Um. Well, I I will give you a couple of seconds here to you know shout out whatever social media you want to shout out for the for anybody uh, who doesn't shout follow. out. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Sneeg. Follow him. Hey, and well, that was my job. Some- I'm just gonna do that. <laughs> follow him and follow Ranbu and follow Vanos and no, Dev. Be selfish. Do your own thing. Come on. Okay. Okay. Um, I like Minecraft. Please follow me. Thank you. That's it. What's your name <laughs> on uh, Minecraft stuff? Uh, legal name? No. <laughs> your channel. Who am I? All right. Whatever, dude. Um, I I also make content. I mean, you're probably here maybe because of me, but you might be here because of Harvey. So I, my name's Sneak. It's sneak snag on most things, if not everything. So TikTok, Twitch, YouTube, all the things. So you can you can follow me. I stream most days. I post on YouTube when I feel like it, and I post this podcast. Uh, I'm planning on every week. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see. I have a you know a, a lineup of guests, so maybe I'm kind of figuring it out. So make sure you follow the podcasts on whatever the fuck you're listening to it on, and. Give it a rating or whatever the hell you're supposed to do if you liked it. Or maybe, you know, throw me a tweet saying what you enjoyed about it. But that's all I got. Um, I appreciate your time. Once again, Harvey, I think um, I, I appreciate you contributing to the the openness of the yeah, podcast. Yeah. I think this is an ideal that I really have strived towards. And within the first two episodes, I, I've found myself finding it pretty seamlessly. So I appreciate a lot. Thanks, man. All right. Thanks for inviting me. It was fun. Not a problem. Bye, guys. Bye.